Good morning. I'm Steve Gilbert, along with Brandon Baldwin, and we are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. I want to thank you for listening today, and we hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit or about curling, but maybe soccer today, eh, Brandon? Soccer or baseball, yeah. Okay, all right. Most important, the phone lines are open, so you can call and ask any question you have related to heating, cooling, or uh, in your home or business. You can call locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Uh, we are the 2023 Consumer Choice Award winner and fortunate enough to have 720 people following us on Facebook. And uh, if you're not following us on Facebook, please uh, go to our Peter Inch and Associates Facebook page and like us and follow us. That'd be great. Um, so how are you today? Uh, good. Better than the weather. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's pretty wet out there. Pretty, pretty, yes. It's yeah. it's a, a little bit damp. And um, I want to thank you for uh, stepping in today. Uh, we just want to say uh, congratulations to uh, Peter's daughter, Jessica, yep. who's getting married today. It's a big day. Yeah, big day. Hopefully the sun comes out or yeah. at least stops raining for them. Uh, Peter's been a little stressed this week. Yeah, I think because of this day. So uh, yeah, hopefully everything goes without a hitch, and uh, they just have a they have a wonderful time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, congratulations, Jess and Dan. Yep. Congrats, Jess and Dan. Yeah. Uh, so um, and you um, you're you and I are on call this weekend, right? We are. Yep. Yeah. So what that means to our listeners is if you have an emergency and you need us, uh, when you call the office, uh, Vanessa will probably pick up the phone and. She'll either dispatch Brandon or myself out to your home to yep. look after whatever you need looking after, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and since, you know, if, if we're working, I just have this thought, since I'm on call, I might as well work, so. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm here, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly yeah. why you're sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that, Brandon. Yeah, of course. Glad uh, to be here. So you, um, you, you said baseball. You're a baseball fan? I am, yep. My, uh. I play slow pitch, um, but yeah, my game got canceled last night, so I ended up just watching the Jays game. Oh, okay. A little disappointing, but it is disappointing. Yeah, yeah they lost. Yeah, they lost in the last inning. You said. Yeah, they gave up three runs in the first. Uh, wasn't pretty, but then they settled in. Uh, Vladdy had a nice three-run home run there. First oh wow! One, first one in Toronto. So I didn't see the game. Got so the I... monkey off his back, and yeah. then yeah, tough tough home run given up there in the ninth. So oh, I missed it. Oh well. Yeah. Maybe I'll, they're, they're playing again today. They do, yeah. Okay. Hopefully they pull out a win. And um, so uh, you also, um, you're married. Yep. Holly's your wife. She is. And she, and she's not here this weekend. No, she's uh, <laughs> she's out there in the rain uh, camping. <laughs> so <laughs> Yes, she. I'm kind of glad I'm on a call, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I might be out there for a potluck dinner if it oh, that's nice. settles up a bit weather-wise. But. So she's just she's camping with her family? She is, yep. It's an annual thing for the Sarlos family that uh, they all come from wherever they live to, to go camping for the week or weekends. So. Is that right? Yeah. So it's a tradition? It is, yep. Wow. And mm-hmm. so you've been following that tradition for how long now? Uh, well, I haven't been there every year, but uh, since I've been married to Holly for seven years, we try to go. You guys have been married for seven years now? Yep. That is absolutely crazy. I know. <laughs> wow. Well, congratulations. So, oh, good. Yeah, 12-year tradition. So Okay. Yeah, for me anyways. Wow. All right. Yeah. Well, if the uh, Sarlus family is listening up in Plimpton, Wyoming, in your, <laughs> in your camping area, uh, we just, Brandon and I just say hi, and um, if you have a question for us, please call, because, you know, 
well, we can we can answer a question there. It was kind of funny. I was on my way uh, in this morning, and I typically do my my regular Starbucks stop, mm-hmm. and uh, they're always friendly there. Uh, anyways, the the girl at the window, she said, "So how's your day?" I said, "Fine. It's just starting." She <laughs> she said, "Where do you where, where are you going?" I said, well, "I'm going to go tape a live radio show, or not tape. I'm just going to go do a live radio show." Yep. Oh, like like just for like commercial or something? I said, "No, no." We give free advice on heating and air conditioning. <laughs> she said, well, that's interesting because I'm I'm getting a window air conditioner, so can I ask you a question? I said, sure, you can. Yeah. So she just said, she said, you know, what, what should I be buying? I said, well, do you have a sleeve or is it for a window unit? And uh, if you're a listener and you don't know the difference, a sleeve is, is it's got the little case in the wall mm-hmm. and it's got uh, fins at the back, but it's all enclosed. And I said, you can't put a window unit in a sleeve. And she said, well, why not? I said, because it'll overheat and it'll only last you one season and, yep. and it's not going to work very well. So if it if you've got a sleeve, you got to put a sleeve in it. She right. said, that's really good information because I would have done the other. And I said, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so there it was. It was that, it was that simple. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So you never know, you know, who you're going to run into or what questions they're going to ask you, right? You're right. Yeah. 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 And just to let you know, Sometimes I check my phone often, uh, Brandon, because uh, Liz will check in and she'll keep me honest. She'll she'll ask me a question, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like last week, we we didn't say happy birthday, so yeah, that was not a good thing. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> we recovered. Uh, so um, you have no calls booked for you today? No, um, so far it's been pretty quiet. So. Okay, yeah. so I just encourage our listeners that if you have a problem, please put Brandon to work. Today. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy to work, that's for sure. <laughs> also, something happened this week. It's, uh, what was it? It was, what, National, National H- HVAC Technician Day. Yeah, so that is, um, it's just a recognition of all HVAC, which is heating, ventilation, air conditioning technicians yep. across the country. Yep. Uh, just to recognize them and their dedication and their hard work. Yep. Uh, and please remember when uh, when technicians like Brandon or or other partners are on the job, um, when it's when it's what thirty five degrees outside. Yeah. And and you're working on an air conditioner. Yep. In the sun, it, mm-hmm. it's hot, right? It gets warm. Yeah. yeah. Or if you're on a roof. On a roof is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing when you do commercial work. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It it's, can be a it, lot worse. It's hot up there. Yep. And it wasn't that long ago I did something not very nice to you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was probably the coldest day of our winter, and I shoved you in a um, into a rooftop unit to put in an ultraviolet light, right? Yep, that's yeah. okay. <laughs> well, it, wasn't, we it, it, it really wasn't at the time, but yeah. 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 So I apologize, but you did a great job, and yep. maybe, uh, maybe we'll have a another apprentice who can change that bulb, right? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> for now, it'll be me and Josh. But. Yes, for now, it will be, but yeah. yes. Yeah, and they've been thrilled with the work that we've done, so, yeah. so and, thank you. For- and uh, just to touch back on that HVAC Technician Day, just huge shout-out to Jordan and Kenny and Brandon Inch and uh, yeah, Josh. All, all the guys Craig, on our Rob, team. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they um, work very, very hard. Luke. Yeah. Well, can't forget work. about Luke, but yep. uh, no, they're all a huge part of our business and yeah. success, so. So thank you for reminding me to, yeah, thank yeah. you for mentioning their names. Yeah. All right, so you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the home coverage show presented by Peter Inch, Heating, Associ- Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning, and we'll be right back. I'm going on during this time I feel there's no one to save me 
Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. The phone lines are open, so you can call in and ask any questions you have related to heating, cooling, or uh, in your home or business. And um, the number is 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. So because I'm the host, Brandon, I get Mm -hmm. to pick the music. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you know who that was? Um, I've heard the song. Not off the top of my head, no. That's okay. I just, it's so Peter, it was in, we were in the office and Peter says, so like, what's your theme, Steve? Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking at your music. I've never heard some of this stuff before. And I said, it's okay. I I listened to this, so. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that's Louis Capaldi. He's a, I, I love him. He's yeah. got a great voice. But anyway. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. Um, So we should probably ask a few HVAC questions, eh? Sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Are you ready for that? I am. All right. Uh, So. We had, uh, just in the mailbag, um, a customer uh, called in because we use uh, mostly Ecobee thermostats, right? Mm-hmm. And they are a smart thermostat. Yep. Uh, but sometimes you have to be smart to run a smart thermostat. Sometimes, yeah. 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 There's a lot of features on them. So sometimes you, like they have, these thermostats nowadays, they have a manual mode and an, and an auto mode. Mm-hmm. Can you explain... And now are you talking for temperature or? Yeah, just on how the thermostat operates, right? Yeah. Um, well, it really depends on the user uh, and what you're comfortable with. Um, now you can set a program for that thermostat where it comes on at a certain time at a certain temperature and it goes, you know, if, if you're going to work, let's say it'll turn down. Again, as technicians, we usually say, you know, you don't want to go more than a couple degrees, especially right. on a heat pump um, that's yeah. providing heating or cooling uh, just because it, it's a variable capacity system. It takes a little bit longer to, to reach those temperatures that you're turning, tell, you know, telling it to turn up or down to. So, right. Um, yeah. So that will save you a little bit of money by doing that. Um, and then manual is just, you're, you're picking that set, te- set temperature. You know, you like a little cooler at night, you manually turn it down. Some thermostats even have it where you can have like an auto mode for heat or cool, um, which is what, one of the settings is on the Ecobee. So um, it's already manually built into that thermostat where if it's in auto, that temperature, there's a differential between heating and cooling. Okay. So you can set it to, you know, this time of year, your heat might be set to 65, just so you're not waking up with your toes frozen. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, you know, your cooling would be where you would normally keep it, let's say at 70, you know, 74. Okay. Right? So... That's what I usually run. Um, it's on a schedule that I set that auto mode to. So then it, it just, if it needs to heat, it heats. If it needs to cool, it cools. Exactly, which okay. is very rare, but, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just what I prefer, right? And that's what it really comes down to is preference and then learning, you know, what works, what, you know, what schedule and preference works best for you. Okay. Yeah. And so those those thermostats also have a lot of features. They have they have reminders built into them. So yep. which is great for, you know, people even like myself sometimes, you know, you pull your filter out and it's like, "Oh, I should have probably changed that a month or two ago." <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, true. It, it happens easier than we think. So, yeah, I strongly recommend if you have an Ecobee or any smart thermostat to use those reminders uh, just to protect your equipment. Yeah, people just assume that since we're in the HVAC business that we remember to change our filters on a regular basis and yeah. We're probably the worst. <laughs> well, I and I just put in an APCO system in my house. So uh, nice. that's about three months ago. So I have the fan running all the time. Good. Which I wasn't doing before. And with with our Pomsky, who's got Husky in her, she yes. likes to shed. So it's, uh, yeah, 
it's a little reminder for me that I got to change them a little more frequently. So I used to do them about every nine or 10 months on my five inch Merv 11 filter. Right. Now I'm doing them every six months. Okay. Again, to protect the equipment. And you speak about an, an APCO uh, UV. So um, that's a very, I mean, that's, we do a lot of that. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, when I was mentioning before about the rooftop unit, that's what you were putting in. You were putting ultraviolet in a rooftop right. unit. Yep. And uh, what does what does that UV do for you? Um, well, uh, it does many things. Uh, it's it's just an air purifier, right? So um, this specific Apco brand has a three year bulb in it. So that bulb runs twenty four seven. The life on it. Um, is three years that that UVC that it generates is enough to purify the air, right? So you're cleaning odors, you're cleaning bacteria, viruses. I've mounted mine directly above the air conditioner coil. So it just keeps it from getting the mold and mildew that can grow on a, on a wet, dark space. Okay. It's very traditional on an air conditioner hiding in a ductwork. Right. Um, And then again, the specific APCO has the carbon filter on it, which will help, um, with the odors, with the odors, yeah. in the air. Okay, and so, and then you know that people a lot of see see that a lot of times in the residential market, but mm-hmm. not as common in the commercial market. Or I mean, it hasn't been, but yep. post COVID era, yep. um, there is. We had a couple of customers that have reached out to us and um, wanting to do a better job with the indoor air of their for their staff, and mm-hmm. now it's. It's not an easy installation, correct? <laughs> no, it can be fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> if it's minus 30 out and you can't feel your fingers, it's... Uh, it's Why uh, would I make you do yeah. that? You know, but yes. Yeah. But no, it's, uh, that's what it's all about, right? And uh, yeah, just like a residential unit, you know, if you're in your business, you know, some people spend more time in their businesses than they do at home. So why, you know, why not make sure that that air quality is as good as you can make it? Right. So that, that unit was uh, a 10-ton unit, so... Uh, when I was doing the specs on it, it said to put two bulbs in there. So those two bulbs are going on that evaporator coil, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Which also um, is in direct um, sight of the blower fan as well right. in, that, in that package unit. So, okay. yeah, you're getting complete coverage on that. Right. And that same sort of thing, that's a two-year bulb on that. So not commercially, it's a, only a two-year bulb apparently. So, uh, mm-hmm. but we'll be back out to change that in a couple of years. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And um, so... Uh, just keep that in mind. If if you do own a business uh, and you're you're concerned about maybe air quality, there is lots of different product out on the market today for you to to help with that, right? Yep, yeah. absolutely. Now, filters, right? Yep. I mean, filters are mildly important, hugely important when it comes to <laughs> comes. Yeah, to- I mean, uh, pretty important. Yeah, right. Um, so when we when we get in the wintertime, when we get a no heat, mm-hmm. most of the time that might be because the vents are plugged sometimes. Uh, yeah, right. People forget to open those dampers up in the, you know, in the summertime that they've closed in the basement. Um, so you got lack of airflow happening. Yeah. Um, filters. Filters. Are a little expired and should have been changed a little sooner. So if, uh, if you've got, if your filter's dirty and you forget to clean it, what, what does that do to your air conditioner? If the air conditioner is running. So for your cooling and the air conditioner, uh, again, with lack of airflow, um, the best way to describe it is just your your furnace is what moves that airflow through that coil in above your, usually typically above your furnace. Yeah. Um, and it's very important that that airflow can get through. So 
the best visual is, you know, if you had a mask on and, you know, it's plugged up, like just trying to breathe through that mask, right? Um, it's it's very restrictive. Um, and what that can do is when it's new and everything's set properly, it's going to give you dehumidification. Um, that airflow is set for that. But if, you know, you get restrictions happening, then now you, you're you're basically going to start producing a block of ice above your your air your your air conditioner coil is going to produce that ice and what's that does is it's just dropping the temperature which is causing that condensation that is pulling out of the air to freeze okay and now you're calling us um could be something as simple as a dirty filter uh, but it could be a few different things as well right so if you go downstairs and you see uh ice around the pipes that go into the the part above the furnace that's a concern it is and I mean, thankfully, like Vanessa does an awesome job, Peter, uh, you know, all you guys um, that are answering the phones in the office at asking those simple questions. Because if if you're seeing ice, you know, as you're realizing it's not cooling the house, um, we need to make sure that ice is unthawed before we can give you accurate Because you can't, you can't do anything when it's frozen. Exactly. So then a customer should just turn the air, turn the cooling off? Yeah. The best thing is right at your thermostat, just turn it from... Um, from cooling to off and just leave it for, you know, off for 24 hours and let it unthaw naturally instead of blowing around and potentially taking out your blower motor and (laughs) spraying water everywhere. Yeah. Because all that ice, all there, when it's, as it's thawing, it's, it has to go someplace. Right. right? Yes. Exactly. But yeah. And then after 24 hours, we can come out and assess, you know, is it, was it a dirty filter? Was it that simple? Was it a belt? If it's a really old furnace, was it a blower motor? Not, you know, running right. at its capacity or hopefully not but is it low it, on charge is it something yes you know yeah. a lot of times these systems you know they warranty everything for five to ten years but um like people find out with cars that's kind of the life of them <laughs> that they manufacture them for so you get a lot of small leaks in systems big leaks in systems that can happen over those short times that okay um, if it's icing up it's usually a smaller leak which we would need to again verify that that's what it is but and you can find, sometimes you can find those small leaks. I mean, if uh, the worst ones are if it's in the evaporator or if it's in the condensing coil uh, and you have multiple leaks, that's a bad thing. It is, yeah. But if it's a simple leak, then... Yep. Uh, sometimes it's fixable. Um, you know, c- commercial, like I find with commercial, usually it's not in a coil. I mean, it's almost 50-50, where in residential units, um, they seem to be more often in coils, in coils. than not. Um, but again... Um, all that needs to be proven uh, before you just add refrigerant right. and just, <laughs> yes. you know, see you next year and pay, you know, and have them pay another bill to you. Like it has to be done properly. and Right. Um, so the, the same sort of thing, because um, we're going to be going on a break here shortly, but yep. uh, if, if you've got a 20-year-old air conditioner with a leak, are you fixing it? Personally, I would, my biggest recommendation would be no. Um, you know, again, they're manufacturing these things 10 to 15 years. Um kind of longevity if you're lucky so right at, at 20 years old anything over 15 you really got to consider your options on replacement right and and you but you'll give them the option on repair for absolutely, that absolutely yeah yeah so you give them an option repair but then you'll get uh one of the sales team out and give them a quote on replacement just so they have all the information right i mean the only unfortunate thing with a leak unless we can spot oil or if it's you know something major you still need to complete that leak search prior to quoting a repair which uh, again is a little bit of an investment to find that leak which just you know it really doesn't typically make sense at 15 20 years old to do so okay but okay well thank you for that answer yeah you're welcome 
So uh, just uh, you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter and Associates, heating and air conditioning, and we'll be right back. Letters on the sky, burning in your eyes. You look at me, babe, I want to catch on fire. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Our phone lines are open, so you can call and ask any questions to Brandon and myself uh, related to your heating, cooling in your home or your business. Uh, you can call us at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. If you're just joining us, uh, it's Steve and Brandon in studio today. Peter is um, going to be attending a wedding today. As his daughter Jessica is getting married, so congratulations again to Jessica and Dan, and um, glad to have Brandon in studio with me. Yeah, Brandon's one. Looks like it's actually stopped raining out there, so (laughs) maybe they'll be lucky, right? I hope so. Uh, Brandon's one of our uh, technicians and partners at Peter Anderson Associates, and I've had the pleasure of working with Brandon for several years now. So, Mm -hmm. um, we do. I'm just going to jump in. Sorry, Brandon. We do a lot of heat pump work these days, right? We do, yep. And I'm sure people uh, have questions. Some people just, they don't understand that the heat pump actually replaces the air conditioner, right? Right, exactly. But you think, well, if it's a heat pump, then how can it cool my house? Mm -hmm. So there is a little bit of confusion going on, right? Yep, Uh, and very efficient units, right? Like um, typically these days, you know, maybe more than I do, like that's all we're seem to be installing with the rebates out there that are available. So, um, like, people just love them, right? But they're still getting used to their, you know, what their old air conditioner used to do is when the thermostat was calling for cooling is, oh, yeah, the light's either dimmed or you'd hear you'd, you'd hear it outside, right? <laughs> That's right, yes. <laughs> or yeah. now, like, they, you know, until they get used to it, they're going outside and checking to see if that fan's actually spinning. Yes, <laughs> right? it's true. So right. Just, it's, yeah. uh, they're that quiet. Exactly. Yeah. Um, less than 62 decibels, like you can't, unless that thing's running full blast, you'll, you, even then it's hard to hear the things running. Now there's two types of heat pumps. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to confuse consumers at this point in time. There's the standard heat pump and there's what we refer to as cold climate, right? Yep. And can you, what's, can you just say what the difference is? Well, the cold climate will just give you a little more capacity as that temperature drops outside. Um, so the standard heat pump only works to about what minus eight, minus ten. Yeah, probably something around that. Yep. And then after that, it it really it can't just can't pull any heat. Right. So okay. then you're either using you know your electric supplementary or these days your gas furnace on a hybrid or something. Yes. Yeah. Or propane. Or propane. And so and then so these cold climate heat pumps they'll operate down to pretty cold, right? Yeah. Either money, minus twenty five, um, like the Mitsubishi, the Zuba, well, that goes down to minus thirty. Right. Um, minus thirty. Which wow. Is crazy. Impressive. Like, yeah. You know, it is impressive. How much? Like it, as even as a technician, it's hard to wrap my head around how you're pulling heat <laughs> out of air at, at minus, minus 30. thirty. Yes, I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> but right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's true. It's very efficient equipment. They've came a long way, and it's been like that for a while for you know Mitsubishi and some of these top manufacturers. Yes. Okay. And so when we refer to hybrid systems, really what we're doing is we're marrying a cold climate heat pump with an efficient gas furnace. That's correct. Yep. Okay. So um, yeah. two-stage furnace, uh, the ECM blower motors, which is giving you the max efficiency, moving the air in the home, uh, which, you know, as a technician, and I'm sure even yourself, do you recommend running the fan all the time? I do. All yes. year round, just balancing those hot and cold spots throughout the house. Yep. Maximizing that comfort. Yeah. 
And these days, um, in, in the, the people are talking about rebates, there's a couple of rebates going on. There's the Greener Home, which was the federal program, and uh, it's it's um, you have to have one of those energy home energy assessments done. Just to, it's an efficiency test, mm-hmm. and uh, that's through Greener Home and. and then there's and it's sixty five hundred dollars for that one I think and another six hundred so I think it's around seven thousand one hundred dollars you get back if you if you qualify you have this we have to come and check to make sure you qualify mm-hmm. uh, the house qualifies so and then the other one which is only in the city of London and and unfortunately it's not for people in Strathroy or St Thomas or Elmer or you know it's just the city of London and that's the clean clean home initiative and that one's uh, forty five hundred dollars yep. Yeah. So if you're, if you're curious about this stuff, you know, you can certainly give us a call at Peter Inch and Associates and um, Marie, Dean, or myself will come out and explain the program to you. Check your home, see if you qualify and present some options to you, right? Mm-hmm. With heat pumps, so you mentioned before uh, the fact about um, not setting the temperature back on your thermostat too much. Yep. Um, well, and the reason being is, is again, uh, we'll go back to the lights dimming on the old air conditioner, yes, right? Like yes. that old air conditioner, when it called for cooling, it, you know, it would run anywhere. We'll call it five to t- 10 amps, could be 12 amps, right? Um, and full capacity. So the problem with that is you can get, you know, short cycling happening, right? Hopefully it was sized right to the home. Um, but with these new heat pumps is they'll run at a fraction of the, you know, the amp draws and, you know, capacity just to move the air. Again, it'll heat or cool depending on the season, but they are designed to run longer um, to, again, maximize your comfort. Okay. And so, and but they also don't, uh, they don't, a heat pump doesn't generate as much heat as your gas furnace, correct? Exactly. Yep. So it takes longer for it to achieve that temperature. But as you say, the longer you run equipment, the more comfortable it seems to be in a home because it's it's constantly providing, um, a, a like a a standard amount of heat instead of you getting these this big wave from mm-hmm. your from your gas furnace. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Which which again takes time, but again, just the efficiency of these units and the systems are so efficient that you'll still be saving money even though it may be running twice as long. Yeah, and that sometimes that's hard for people to exactly. kind of wrap their head around is that no, this thing is never shutting off, but it's actually costing me less to do so. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also, at our store or at our at our business, um, we have something that we call Hometown Hero, correct? We do. Yeah. Murray, that, was, that is a uh, project that Murray developed for us, and thank yep. you, Murray, for that. Yep. But it's uh, what we like to do. We like to recognize someone in our community, uh who serves others and making a difference. Mm-hmm. And so if there are people out there that you feel um, are deserving of recognition, please let us know. Uh, just, you can call the office, you can email us, uh, but just uh, let us know a, a worthy individual and we'll do some homework and hopefully we can present them with, with our hometown hero. Yep. Right? Yeah. So thank you, Murray, for that. Uh, also, does, um, we sp- we spoke just about filters and stuff like that, um, heat pumps or air conditioners or furnaces, all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. What, when people say it needs regular maintenance, what does that mean to you, Brandon? Well, most manufacturers want to make sure um, their equipment's going to last, right? So, um, you know, they can deny warranty. So they they don't want to they want they don't want to give parts away for free. So they right. want to make sure that. 
you know, as a business or a homeowner, you're actually taking care of that equipment, which which would mean annual maintenance. So about every 12 months, there's no right or real wrong time to do, you know, your maintenance, but um, it's just making sure it's done properly as well. Okay. And so we at Peter Inch and Associates have maintenance plans for everything that we install. Yep. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh yeah, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, but I find myself uh, and all the guys, you know, we're pretty consistent on our checklist and everything that we're doing to be, you know, anywhere usually typically from half an hour to could be over an hour depending on the system. Right. And so if you've never seen one before, that's certainly going to take longer because Absolutely. you have a lot of record taking to... Exactly. And first time there, right, checking air flows. You can never, I learned this a long time ago, you can never assume just because it, something's been in there for a year to, you know, until you're there, five years. Uh, don't ever assume anything's ever been set up properly. <laughs> So that, that all takes time, right? And that's just all part of our of your checklist. Cover, yeah, maintenance plans and checklists and the, everything we do on that. So you just you make sure that it's operating at optimum uh, performance. Exactly, yeah. And then, you know, you're always listening to the homeowners, right? Like you make that adjustment, but then you go back next year and, you know, you know how was that? Was it, you know, was the humidity a little better in the home or, you know, because a lot of times these furnaces will get shipped. The fan, the fan is just always set to high. So... If the technician that's putting it in doesn't take that few minutes to set, set it, it properly to that air conditioner that's actually installed with that furnace, uh, you'll never get proper, you know, dehumidification happening when that AC is running. So I see. So it'll just it's just blowing cold air. Exactly. It's not which, taking any moisture out of the air. Exactly. And as a homeowner, you know, really you're not going to notice anything different because it will eventually reach your temperature. It just may run longer, and then again, higher humidity levels in the house because it's not actually sitting on that evaporator coil long, long enough, enough to pull the moisture out of the air. I see. So true cooling is is a mixture of not just cold air, but cold, dry air because that coil's taking all that moisture right. out of the Yeah. Well, dehumidification is right. huge. Right. And in London, we all know that it gets very, very humid here. It does. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we've come to our break. So you're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates, heating and air conditioning, and we will be right back. Loving can hurt. Loving can hurt sometimes. But it's the only thing that I... So welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. The phone lines are open, so you can call in and ask Brandon and I any questions, heating, cooling in your home or business. Uh, you can reach us at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Do you like Ed Sheeran? I do. Yeah. 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 Okay. Knew that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you knew the second one too didn't you didn't you uh was that adele no that lady gaga oh, okay that's okay that's, i didn't know the song but that's from uh star is born oh yeah that's yeah good it, movie it, well yeah it's got a terrible ending but yeah it's, yeah. Good. it's <laughs> oh, great yeah. Movie. the music's good yeah <laughs> yeah um where were we anyway uh just here we are in studio glad to be back in studio mm-hmm. and um we were talking about uh, heat pumps and air conditioners, and um, how how does a how does a customer go about picking an air conditioner or a heat pump these days, Brandon? Um, well, really, that's probably a conversation to be had with you or Dean <laughs> or Murray, right? I mean, 
I can explain it to them, right? But um, I think people are starting to realize what's happening with the carbon tax on their Enbridge bills, and you know, you yeah. go to the gas pump, right? Like everything is slowly going up. going up. <laughs> yeah, and so not going to get any better as we get closer to twenty thirty two. It's uh, so the nice thing with these hybrid systems is you're you're getting those options of running uh, either that heat pump or you know if you don't want to use electricity and you want to just heat your house with that gas furnace you have that choice you have that choice exactly it it doesn't just because you've got a a hybrid system with a heat pump and a gas furnace doesn't mean you have to use the heat pump to heat the home right exactly you can override it at any point in time yeah but we do set it up when we put these systems in we do set it up that the heat pump is the first call right exactly and that's more because um you know, if it's really, really cold out, again, these units only work efficiently down to minus 25, the carrier ones that we're installing. So the auxiliary or that emergency heat has to be your gas furnace. Right. Right. So, um, but yeah, efficiency wise, um, and you know, that the hybrid system is completely your choice. You have complete control of what you want to run and heat your house with. Right. So then, um, really what, what Dean and Murray and I do is we go in your home and we, we do what they call a heat loss, heat gain, just so we can figure out what the capacity of your house requires. Mm-hmm. And from that, then we determine um, if if equipment qualifies for any rebates or regardless of the fact if it does or it doesn't, we're going to talk to you about best ways to heat and cool your home. Yep. And these days, uh, that conversation is going to involve a heat pump because mm-hmm. even though uh, even though you could have a very efficient gas furnace uh Gas is still costing money, and with its carbon tax, it's pushing pushing costs up. So yep. sometimes it makes sense to put that heat pump in and um, just offset some costs. Right? Yep, for sure. And we're finding what these heat pumps are, are running all the way through uh, spring and fall. Mm-hmm. It's just when they're December, I mean, I mean January and February, when it's really, really cold that uh, your gas furnace is turning on. Right. Okay. And so also for our listeners, your air conditioner looks just like a heat pump. The heat pump requires the same amount of maintenance an air conditioner does? Yeah. I mean, there's uh, all the checks are basically the same. Are they? Um, a couple extra checks, right, because uh, there's a reversing valve in it. On the hybrid system, there's an interface and a relay, right, so you're just making sure everything's functioning, you know, the way it's supposed to and, and designed. And Right. Um, yeah, so the the maintenance, the nice thing with the hybrid or the heat pumps is they, they kind of clean the coils themselves, but uh, it's it's still required that, you know, we're pulling the top off, making sure everything's draining properly out of the outdoor unit and then cleaning the coil inside out and then, again, completing that okay. maintenance checklist. Yeah. I have actually a question for you guys. Okay. So I have a portable uh, AC unit at my house. Okay. So we have central air condition, but I have one for my studio. Okay. Just because I like that room colder than the other rooms. Yes. Um, I bought that one a few years ago, like two, almost two years ago. Okay. But I started noticing there's a smell. Okay. okay. Yeah, there will be. Yeah. <laughs> How do I get rid of that? Um, so it's a portable air conditioner, you say? It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, filters are clean. I, I try to clean all the filters like at least once a month because I have like cats. Okay. So all the hair get stuck in the filters, but yes. I clean them very often. Yeah. Sometimes you can clean those coils with even just water. Um, 
again, we don't typically use or clean portable, portable air conditioners, right? Sometimes uh, evaporator coils can get like a coil cleaner that you can spray on there that doesn't damage the coil or, you know, cause high VOCs in the air, right? But it'll just clean that. Okay, yeah, because it's not often. Like it just, every now and then, every odd day, it just has like this weird yeah. smell. But And it could be maybe something to just keep in mind is just humidity levels. Sometimes you can get higher, you know, mold or mildew smell that, you know, especially on days like today when it's really mm-hmm. high relative humidity outside and raining. But sometimes you can get a, you can get like some sort of growth on that coil because it's in a damp, dark right. environment. And, and that's, that's what you're trying to prevent, Juan. So, yep. I mean, I, I don't know how easy it is to take those things kind of apart and, and wash, wash the coils. I, I, I don't really know that, that much about them, but mm-hmm. they need to be, I would think they need a little bit of cleaning. Okay, I will. I'll try that because it's so hard. So my wife, she likes more not super cold at home. Yes, and then I like it super cold. So that's your yeah. studio. That's why that's, I have uh, that. I got it. Yes, but yeah. yeah. Oh well. Yeah. No, that's right. a good question. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Juan. Yeah. So I mean, hence uh, even even window air conditioners. I mean, we when we were when we used to be in the window air conditioning business, we used to bring those back to the shop, and they would. They would they clean them like they would take them apart and wash them and and uh, get so that you don't get that smell build up in those right. units. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know if the portables are like that, but it's a good question. It it you might, Juan. You also might want to look in the in the uh, if you still have the the owner's manual. It it'll have on there maintenance for your unit, and you can look look at that. It it should describe line by line by line proper maintenance on that piece of equipment. I will do that tonight. Perfect. There's one thing that it's there's no way I can put more airflow to one room than the others, right? Is that even like possible or not really? Through through, through your existing system, no, the only way you can do that is by changing the capacity in the duct. So if you want more air into a room, you either have to increase the size of the pipe going to that room to allow more volume, or you have to add additional uh, volume into that room. Got it. Got it. Or Got it. if there's no cold air return in that room, that's also a problem. So sometimes these homes will just have a supply register but no return. And once you close the door to that room, that supply stops working to its full capacity. Um, that's why return airs are very important because it's a push-pull. So you're pushing air through the supply and you're pulling the stale air out of that room as well through the return. So, so I think that's the issue. So then really... The, if you if you can't get a return air in into a room, then really you just need to leave the door open a little yep. bit and just allow because that allow uh, air to relieve out of that room and it will it'll create better circulation. Yep. Yeah, because I try to keep that room. So that room is where I do most like most of my audio stuff. Yes. So I keep it like very concealed everything. Okay. Yeah. But I'm gonna try the door just leave it yeah, a little just, open. Just just leave it just just slightly ajar and and just see if that makes any difference whatsoever. Okay. okay well, yeah. thank you. Yeah, and you can let me know next week when I'm here. I yeah. will do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so, boy, we're running down on time. Yeah. yeah. Just it goes by quick. It doesn't does. It? Yeah. This is your first time in studio. Short Brandon. and sweet. Yeah. 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 First and, time in studio. Studio. And, yeah. and it's okay. Oh, yeah. So you'll yeah. come back? I'd come back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to tell the rest of the guys uh, that it's not as painful as, exactly. as what I you will. think. I'll even tell them Steve will buy him a Starbucks coffee. Wow, easy. <laughs> easy now. Let's not get carried away with Steve's Starbucks, right? Um, just just on a, on a quick note, if a customer, if you're in working on a customer and and they have questions, it's 
Like, they should ask all the questions they need to ask, right? Absolutely, yep. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Um, I've heard it all. Like, and it, <laughs> if you think you have a dumb question, I, I probably already heard it, right? So it's... Uh, <laughs> It's, um, yeah, there's no, there's no harm in asking, right? Because um, hopefully I can offer a solution to those questions, right? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and if not, I mean, we've got a huge uh, resource of talent in our, in our business. Yep. And if it's, if it's something that you haven't heard, I mean, certainly within our knowledge base, yep. we'll have had some experience with it as oh, well. Oh, for sure. Yep. Okay. Well, when we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. To listen to the show or any of our other shows, go to peterinch.ca and hit our podcast button at the top of our homepage. We'll see you next week, but remember, great service is only an inch away. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again.